Following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. This is Jason Markiewicz, owner, director, writer, voice actor, etc., of Markiewicz Audio Works. Our production of Edgar Allan Poe's The Cask of Amontillado is a unique look at a superior work of Gothic fiction. Our script maintained the feel and the flow of Poe's work, but added an undercurrent of remorse as Montresor ultimately seeks absolution for his crime. Cask was our second in a series of five audio drama adaptations based upon Poe's writings, and it is our most successful one to date. It has been nominated for a 2023 Saturday Visitor Award at the International Edgar Allan Poe Festival and Awards and was a People's Choice Audio Drama of the Year finalist at the 5th Annual Audio Theatre Central Seneca Awards. Listeners will enjoy the soundscape and theatrical nature of this piece, even if they've never heard the story before. And Poe fans will enjoy the new characters and classic themes they will recall. Anyone can listen to this work and others on our YouTube channel at Markiewicz Audio Works Presents. Thank you so much for listening. Marky Witz Audio Works presents Edgar Allan Poe's The Cask of Amontillado from a script written and adapted for audio by Jason Markiewicz performed by a full cast starring Jason Markiewicz and Brennan Volados. Vengeance. Hatred. Retaliation. Revenge. What wrongs must be done to drive a person to kill another? How many times or to what degree must a person be injured to set the wheels of revenge in motion? What singular focus is required to execute the plan? What moral anguish may result from finishing the deed? This is Brennan Velados. In 1846, Edgar Allan Poe crafted a terrifying tale of revenge where a man, so consumed by hatred and rage after being wronged time and again, forges a plan to exact the ultimate retaliation. In the original story, the penultimate line indicates that the entire account was being told in retrospect, that the events occurred some 50 years in the past. Was it a journal entry, authored five decades after the task was done? Who was the you at the beginning of the story? Was he telling his tale to an unknown passerby during a chance meeting on the street? These questions were left unanswered in the original writing. We perceived it as a confession from a man who was never at peace with what he had done. Though he could not wash away the sins of his past, he was desperate to save his eternal soul. With that in mind, in keeping true to Poe's original work, we created a unique setting for this production, where the vengeful murder is recounted amidst the shadow of absolution. We hope you enjoy the cask of Amontillado.
Thank you for coming so quickly, Father. He's expecting you. Signore Montresor, I received a message that your health is failing and that you wanted to see a priest. <coughs> Can I get you a glass of water? I'm dying, Father. Water will not wash away that which comes for me. Come, come, sit next to me by the fire. Shall I call the doctor? <laughs> to this end, it is not a doctor that I require, Father. I have searched my soul and confronted the demons that reside within me. I have lived a good life. I have been a pillar of the community. I have helped the poor and fed the hungry. Indeed, Signore Montessor, you have been most generous. You are a kind and a, a good man. Let me finish, please, Father. <laughs> I fear I shall never again leave this villa. And while I did not comprehend back then, being so entrapped by revenge and hatred, I must now seek penance for the wrong I have done before it is too late. <laughs> this is uh, most unusual, Signore. You have taken me quite off guard. You are, you are certain oh, this is... quite certain, Father. And I am somewhat embarrassed, as it has been so long since I last confessed. I have forgotten what to do. Will you help me? Yes, my son, of course. First, make the sign of the cross. Good. Then say, in the name of the Father, and the Son, yes. and the Holy yes. Spirit. Yes, I, I remember now. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. It has been some... Fifty years since my last confession. <coughs> Say the sins you remember. Many years ago, I killed a man. You, signore, surely not. Alas, father, it is true. His name was Fortunato, and at one time I considered him a friend. But whether consciously or unconsciously, he began to hurt me. My business, my fortunes, my reputation. In fact, the thousand injuries of Fortunato I had borne as best I could. But when he ventured upon insult, I vowed revenge. Those who so well knew the nature of my soul would not suppose however, that I gave utterance to a threat. At length, though, I would be avenged. This was a point definitively settled, but the very definitiveness with which it was resolved precluded the idea of risk. I must not only punish, but punish with impunity. A wrong is unredressed when retribution overtakes its redresser. It is equally unredressed 
when the Avenger fails to make himself felt as such to him who has done the wrong. It, it must be understood that neither by word nor by deed had I given Fortunato cause to doubt my goodwill. I continued, as was my wont, to smile in his face, and he did not perceive that my smile now was at the thought of his immolation. He had a weak point, this Fortunato, and although in other regards he was a man to be respected and even feared, he prided himself on his connoisseurship of wine. <laughs> Few Italians have the true virtuoso spirit. For the most part, their enthusiasm is adopted to suit the time and opportunity to practice imposture upon the British and Austrian millionaires. In painting and gemmery, oh, Fortunato, like his countrymen, was a quack. <laughs> but, but in the matter of old wines, he, he was sincere. In this respect, I did not differ from him materially. I was skillful in the Italian vintages myself, and bought largely whenever I could. It was the night of Carnival. I knew he would be consumed in himself, whether by reputation or by drink, and that this night may prove to be the perfect setting for my revenge. I was just about to leave when I came upon my attendants discussing something in the foyer. You're so eager, you ask him. Um, sir, begging your pardon, sir, but as it is late in the afternoon and our work is finished, and we were wondering, well, that is to say that we were hoping, or that is to say that we would appreciate it, sir, Oh, for if... the love of God, get on with it. What do you want? Well, sir, we were hoping that we We were could... hoping to make merry, sir, at Carnival, sir. Carnival? Oh. Yes, it is that time, isn't it? Well, this house will not run itself, now will it? And as I must depart for a previous engagement, and should not be returning until the morning, it would be highly improper for you to also leave, thereby rendering the premises vacant, don't you think? No, my answer is no. But, but sir, sir, it's not that. another word. You are not to stir from this house. As I said before, I am to take my leave for a previous engagement and will not return until the morning. Yes, sir. I don't want to speak out of place, sir, but may I ask who has drawn you to such an engagement in such a state? What? I'm... No, 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 you may not. This is my business to attend. Good evening. Will you be seeing Mr. Fortunato, sir? Why do you say that? Why... Would I be seeing Mr. Fortunato on a night like this? No reason, sir. Just haven't seen him around for some time, sir. He's a gentleman, he is. Be still. Good night, sir. Yes, a gentleman. Right. I, I must be getting along now, as it is becoming quite late. Good evening.
What do we do now? We make merry. But you heard the master. We are not to stir. Yes, I heard the master. You will not return until the morning. Get your coat, and don't forget your mask. Tis carnival. Fortunato, a gentleman, she says. Ha! What does she know? Petulant attendant girl, gentleman, indeed. How little she knows of Fortunato. How little she knows of that shameless and boastful wretch who... Signore! Ciao! Oh, it is so good to see you, my friend! Aha! <laughs> uh -huh, my dear Fortunato, you are luckily met and quite a sight to behold. A striped party dress, and what is that jingling cap upon your head? <laughs> oh, how remarkably well you are looking today. Oh, as are you, my good man. <laughs> oh, I beg your pardon. I am not myself. Now, I see you are not dressed for carnival. What brings you out on this night? You are correct, my friend. I am most distressed. I have received a pipe of what passes mm. for Amontillado, and, well, I have my doubts. How? Amontillado? A pipe? Impossible! And in the middle of Carnival! Alas, it is true. But as I said, I have my doubts, and I was silly enough to pay the full Amontillado price without consulting you in the matter. You were not to be found. I was fearful of losing a bargain. Amontillado! I have my doubts. Amontillado! And I must satisfy them. Amontillado! As you are engaged, I am on my way to Lucchese. If anyone has a critical turn, it is he. He will tell oh, me how... Lucchese cannot tell Amontillado from Sherry! And yet... <laughs> and yet some fools will have it that his taste is a match for your own. No. Come, let us go. Whither? Why to your vaults? Oh, my friend, no. I will not impose upon your good nature. I perceive you have an engagement, Lucchese. Will oh, do... I have no engagement. Come. My friend, no, no. It is not the engagement, but the severe cold with which I perceive you are afflicted. The vaults are insufferably damp. They are encrusted with nitro. Oh, no, let us go, nevertheless. The cold is merely nothing. Amontillado! You have been imposed upon! <coughs> and, well, as for Lucchese, he cannot distinguish Sherry from Amontillado. Draw your cloak, my friend, to your palazzo! What are you doing? Where is that voluptuous young thing who regularly attends this villa? Oh, I should like to see I should her. think that she is making quite merry by now, that her accomplice is nearly passed out in some obscure alleyway. Indeed, I had not expected to be back so soon from Lucchese's. Ah, <laughs> well, come, my good man, the Amontillado. I had the Amontillado placed in the cellar. Are you sure you are well enough yes, to... Yes, 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 yes. Very well, thank you. I'll open the door. <laughs> Take those uh, two flambeaux from the sconces on the wall over there and, and hand me one. I will lead. Mm -hmm. 
Stay behind me, but watch your step. The stairs may be damp toward the bottom, and I would hate for you to lose your footing. And we made it. <coughs> the pipe! It is Father Ron. But observe the white webwork which mm-hmm. gleams from these cavern walls. Niter? Indeed. <coughs> How long have you had that cough? It is nothing. <coughs> nothing. We must continue. The Amontillado. Come, we will go back. Your health is precious. You are rich, respected, admired, beloved. You are happy, as once I was. You are a man to be missed. For me, it is no matter. We will go back. You will be ill, and I cannot be responsible. Besides, there is Lucchese. Oh, enough, enough. The cough is a mere nothing. It will not kill me. I shall not die of a cough. (laughs) True. True. And indeed, I had no intention of alarming you unnecessarily. But you should use all proper caution. Uh, a moment. Ah, yes, there it is. A draft of this medoc will defend Mm. us from the damps. Uh, Drink. Very well. I drink to the buried that repose around us. And I to your long life. Here, take my arm. Let us proceed. These vaults are extensive. Oh, the Montresors were a great and numerous family. Yes, yes, I, I forget your arms. A huge human foot door in a field azure. The foot crushes a serpent rampant whose fangs are embedded in the heel. Mm. And the motto? Nemo me impune lassasit. Ah, no one attacks me with impunity. Yes. <laughs> good, good. A strong motto indeed. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, these catacombs are extensive, with deep recesses. Are all of these recesses filled with bones? Oh, not all. <laughs> Casks and puncheons are intermingled as well. <laughs> you are not sounding well, my friend. Let me take your arm as we continue. Oh, it is nothing, I assure you. <sighs> well, the nitre, you see how it increases. It hangs like moss upon the vaults. We are now below the river's bed. The drops of moisture trickle among the bones. <laughs> Come, we will go back ere it is too late. Your cough is... Oh, it is nothing. <laughs> Let us go on. But first, another draft of the Medoc. <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, hmm. I... Yes. A flogging de grave. Perfect. <laughs> yes, here we are. And me without a corkscrew. Uh, well, <clears throat> here you are. Careful, though, don't cut yourself. I did the best that I could. 
<laughs> oh, not a moment too soon. Hmm. <laughs> what is this, my friend? You are in quite a state. Oh, you do not comprehend? <laughs> not I. Oh, then you are not of the Brotherhood. How? You are not of the Masons. Yes. Yes, yes, of course, yes. <laughs> you? Impossible. A mason. A mason. <laughs> oh, very well, then. A sign. It is this here, hidden beneath my reclaim. <laughs> A trowel. <laughs> that is your sign. A mere trowel? <laughs> you jest. But let us proceed to the Amontillado. Be it so. Now take my arm. Oh, oh. Not quite so tightly, <laughs> but the caverns are difficult to navigate in the low light, are they not? Oh, quite. Yes, quite difficult amidst the low arches and the slope. Yes, it is quite a descent as well, is it not? Yes, we are descending below the city and below the river, as I have mentioned before. You will also notice that the air is more <laughs> foul in the depths. Oh, yes, yes, even the flambeau is wont to glow rather than to flame. It is true. You must hold on to my Roclair. We are almost to the remote end of the cavern. Yes, yes, only a few more steps. At long last we have arrived. This? Are you certain? Yes, quite certain. Why, it looks like nothing more than a crypt, with human remains stacked as high as the interior ceiling. Indeed, my good man, the crypt is ornamented on three sides with skeletons and random bones, reminiscent of the great catacombs of Paris. It is imperative that the Amontillado remains cool, and a crypt of this nature is ideal. <coughs> Proceed. Herein is the Amontillado. And as for Lucchese... No, Lucchese is an ignoramus. Besides, I wish to continue inspecting these catacombs. The light is low, and my vision is not what it was. Yes, yes, these remains are old, ancient, in fact. How long did you say they've been down here? What? Oh, how does that matter? The walls have held these skeletons through time, but this one here seems not to be so lucky. Why, his bones are simply a pile scattered on a mound of earth. And, and what is this dark recess? Uh, describe it for me. Oh, it looks to be about oh, four feet by three, and in height six or seven. Just large enough to at one time entomb that poor wretch. Pass your hand over the wall. You cannot help feeling the nitre. Indeed, it is very damp. Oh, once more, let me implore you to return. <laughs> hmm? No? Oh, then I must positively leave you. But I must first render you all the little attentions in my power. The Amontillado! Oh, 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 true. The Amontillado. 
What? What are you doing? I am merely laying down brick and mortar. I am a mason, after all. Come now! Release me from these chains and I will help you! Oh, come now, Montresor! 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 Oh, stop that infernal racket! You have no idea the pain you have caused me. The injuries and insults you have made against me. Uh, let me look at you once more in this dwindling light with rays as feeble as that pathetic figure within. Oh, what do you mean by screaming so? Shut up! Shut up! Yes, 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 I can hear you. Oh, it is near midnight now. My task is nearly complete. I will be taking my leave of you soon. But before I slide this final brick into place, I want to... <laughs> oh, oh, a very good joke indeed. An excellent jest. Oh, we will have many a rich laugh about it at the Palazzo. <laughs> Over our wine. <laughs> the Amontillado. <laughs> yes, 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 the Amontillado. Oh, but is it not getting late? Will not they be awaiting us at the Palazzo? the Lady Fortunato and the rest. Let us be gone. Yes, let us be gone. For the love of God, Montresor. For the love of God. For the love of God. Hmm? Have you nothing to say? No quip, no joke, no smart reply? Fortunato? Fortunato! As I put that last stone into its position and plastered it up, I could swear I heard the sound of bells jingling from beyond. <laughs> my heart grew sick and I hastened to make an end of my labor. I re-erected the old rampart of bones against the new masonry, placed the trowel among the mortar, and noticed the stillness and the silence of the catacombs. I remember there was no sound, and not just the absence of sound, but the absence of life itself. Only faint drops of water Falling from the roof broke the quiet. Not a cough, not a breath, not a jingle, nothing. My heart was beating so furiously in my breast, whether due to the dampness of the catacombs or the deed which was now done, that I moved quickly and with purpose back to my palazzo. I stood there, 
peering down the winding staircase toward the crypt where I had so recently left my friend. And without a second thought, I closed the door. <laughs> For the half century since, no mortal has disturbed him. In pace requiescat, Fortunato. <sighs> Signore. Signore Montresor. May the good Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine upon you and be graceful to you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Rest in peace, my son. Rest in peace. We hope you have enjoyed Edgar Allan Poe's The Cask of Amontillado, written and adapted for audio by Jason Markiewicz. The cast included the voice talents of Brennan Valados as Montresor, Jason Markiewicz as Fortunato, and Blake Flores as the priest, with Nathan Colburn and Victoria Markiewicz as the attendants. This production was directed by Jason Markiewicz. Original musical score was exquisitely composed by Hayden Folker. Original cover art was masterfully created by John Markiewicz. Original sound effects were crafted by Markiewicz Audio Works. The sounds of the heavy wooden door opening and closing were recorded by D.W.O. Boyle and were used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. They can be found at freesound.org. This audio presentation may not be played in whole or in part for an audience without express written consent. To view other titles and to keep apprised of future productions, visit www.markiewiczaudioworks.com. This has been a Markiewicz Audio Works presentation. Copyright 2021 by Jason Markiewicz. Production copyright by Jason Markiewicz. All rights reserved.